0: hey Bill how's it going? I'm I'm great I'm great I'm ready to we got the sex scene up next yeah this is going to be our big you know romantic moment here between Dennis and and, and Marielle yes. we're filming under this you know romantic waterfall and, oh yes that, you know, we that's really, really hot wanna, actually yeah yeah we're really trying to sell just that that big passionate connection between your your two characters so. yeah I thought the
1: waterfall was such a great idea showing this eruption of love that's supposed to kind of happen in this moment
0: exactly exactly so i think we're seeing eye to eye here yeah 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 so uh everything's set up you know just make sure you guys are comfortable and you know i'm just gonna let you guys kind of you know take control of the scene and 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 really do what you do best okay sure sure uh fully clothed though right we're fully clothed underneath the waterfall Sure. Yeah. Again, if that's if that makes you guys comfortable, you know, you can keep keep all the clothes on. We can get more clothes if you if you want. More I think clothes.
1: that's actually great. Uh, Kathy, are you co- cool with just like
0: all our clothes on?
1: I was thinking about revealing one breast.
0: One, one breast sounds terrific, Kathy. All right. We're gonna we're gonna head on the yeah. Let's get in the waterfall. All right. Uh, everybody ready, cameras rolling, and action. Mm. Oh, yes. Yes. And, and action. Yes. Mm. Oh. Wait, Bill, Bill, can you hear me? We're, I, I called action. We are in
1: the throes of passion here. How can oh. you interrupt us in this tantric lovemaking we are in the midst of?
0: Okay, it's just because you're not you're not moving. So I I wasn't sure if it's if, tantric, Wes. There's no motion. I it's 1988. I don't know what tantric means. Can okay, is so you just it's love making.
2: It's love making. Wes,
1: and you
0: and you don't move. You just
1: I am feeling the passion from Bill.
0: I am giving Kathy all of my passion.
2: I am I'm full of passion right now
0: okay all right uh well sorry to interrupt i guess we'll we'll take it again everybody in position and cameras rolling and action
2: oh
0: yes yes okay mm. wait, wait. can we can we cut Ooh, again yes, kathy yes. kathy what what <clears throat> you're you're making a, a face that it's it's like you're surprised that this is happening. Is that?
2: I'm
1: surprised we're still talking, Wes. I'm uh, in the midst
2: of passion here.
0: Okay, it just it it looks like something hurts and not in a good way, you know. I just wanted to I I am working
1: as hard as I can. There's a waterfall. I mean, what uh Kathy, what do you think about taking a titty out? I told you I am prepared to to reveal one breast. What do you think about that? What do you think about that, Wes? If if she takes a titty out. What do you think about that?
0: I mean, we we could we could always go for one titty. I am in a Wes Craven to take film.
1: one breast
2: out.
0: Okay. The well, I think we've got one one titty in the budget. So uh You better let's have go that ahead. Titty in the budget. Let's let's try it one more time. Let's say hey, everybody in position and action. Oh, mm. oh yes.
2: Mm.
1: Dennis, Dennis, take Take my shirt Yes, only a part of your shirt
0: Uh, Ah Okay, and cut That's enough of that (laughs) (laughs) That is enough
2: of that can't save us we don't want to be safe can't save us we don't want to be safe can't save us we don't want to be safe can't save us we don't want to be safe can't save us we don't want to be safe can't save us we don't want to be safe can't save us we don't want to be safe can't save us we don't want to be saved
0: What's up everybody Welcome back to another episode of white people won't save you this is a podcast where we deconstruct these white saber films and recontextualize them through a black and POC lens I am one of your hosts Jordan Clark. And I'm the other one, Cameron Mason. And we've got we got a fun one today because I think we we found some podcast cousins here that we're gonna have a good <laughs> conversation with. And we've got an interesting one. This is our first horror movie, which uh, as I was, was saying before, it go, is. Yeah, wow. Like I didn't even think of that. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Like I don't know if I'm like if there's a whole window of like a white savior horror that we haven't gotten into yet, or if it's just like a let's stay away from that window <laughs> if, if this is
1: if this is a precursor of what's to come let's stay away from that house yes
0: um but like i said we've got some terrific guests today that have a terrific podcast that i love very much uh, and i think if you like our show you also like their show very much um they have a show that is basically all about latinx horror which i find very interesting and i have questions about because as we've seen recently like horror is universal and like it is coming from a lot of different places and specifically now you know like korea and japan have always had kind of their own lock on things but like that's like the new wave where everybody's like oh yeah like let's get into all of this different horror but latinx horror is something i feel like we don't talk about enough and i'm sure like all the latinx countries around the world like there's so much interesting stuff to get into um so our guest from uk horror this is aileen and uh jonathan How's
3: it going, guys? Hi. Hey. What's up, guys? Thanks so much for having us on here. Yeah. Thank now, you for guys, having us. Not a you guys have to yeah. do
0: the the title of the podcast for me again because I can't I roll mean, the R's like you guys, so I need. <laughs> <You wanna> <laughs> <do> <laughs> <it>? <laughs> we,
4: yes, we are uy horror.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: A Latinx horror movie podcast with Johnny and Eileen. So uh-huh.
3: if you really <laughs> wanted to, like, if you, like the way you could think about it is like, uy, qué horror, qué horror. <laughs> <laughs> Is like the exclamation, and horror just literally means like, "oh, what a horror!" Like, what a horror, horrifying. (laughs) And also, I just gotta say, real quick, I love the fact that we are your first, you know, like horror guest. Yes, so I love this. (laughs) I think the fact that you have not had a horror movie on this podcast yet is that says something about horror. Like I am a huge horror movie fan Yeah. and I think horror in and of itself is super inclusive and wide and varying. Occasionally there are (laughs) slip ups like this movie, but I think the fact (laughs) that this is the first one that says a lot about the horror genre in and of itself. I agree. And like, we could
0: say movies like white man's burden or green book or Mr. Church are horror movies <laughs> in sure. themselves. I was definitely Absol- terrified. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was definitely terrified. But they're not <laughs> traditional, straightforward horror films. Right,
4: right. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Listen, there are so many people out there that make those fun like uh, parody trailers where they're like, here's Mrs. Doubtfire as a horror movie. Yeah. That's absolutely <laughs> most of the films that you guys have covered. Uh, yeah, Somebody yeah, do yeah. it.
3: <laughs> yeah, if you really think about it, you were like, what? That is fucking terrifying it is yeah so
1: absolutely Mm -hmm. Um, i've definitely had the screw face on more than twice in (laughs) but it's about every movie we've watched i feel like that's a qualifier
4: absolutely
1: uh
0: well you guys you guys started a little bit like a year before we did uh, so I kind of feel like we are kind of, you know, cousins in this podcast. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was, what was the, you're like our, you're like our older podcast. Cousin yeah. that smokes. <laughs> <Great>. Wisdom, wisdom, <laughs> Full of wisdom. Oh, yeah. So what could tell us a little bit about the, the impetus for it though? Like what made you guys want to do the show that you do specifically?
4: Well, so I was actually telling you, Jordan, before Cameron popped up, is we started a movie club. Johnny and I, uh, we started a movie club during the pandemic. And Johnny and I have known each other. For many, many, many years. We went to high school together in Nicaragua. And uh, my best friend, honestly, best dude in the world. And uh, <laughs> during the pandemic, I was like, I need someone. I live alone. Attention, please. Hmm. So we started this movie club. <laughs> we started this movie club, Johnny and his now husband, and then me here in New York, there in Washington. And um, and we were going back and forth between action movie franchises and horror movie franchises. And it was really fun. And we were having a delightful time, you know, going from Fast and Furious to Halloween to all the way. Great, great mm. lovely time. Mm-hmm. And one day I was like, there's not a lot of Latino people in the horror movies. Like there are every now and then, but it's like not a, not a lot. No. And I, uh, I texted Johnny and I was like, listen. I'm feeling creatively unfulfilled. Obviously, all I can see are my four walls. And um, I think we have, it would be fun if we did a horror movie podcast. But let's focus on Latino horror films. Mm-hmm. And Johnny, who has been a horror nerd Way longer than I ever have been. Like, honestly, double my time. I'm a, I'm a newer <laughs> horror lover. Uh, I think the pod has helped a lot with it. Yeah. But Sweet Baby Johnny was <laughs> the shepherd to lead me along the way. And, and it was this Wha- really great opportunity for him and I to do something together and, like, explore our Latinidad and see what horror the all that like you said, so many different countries had to offer us because we knew it couldn't just be A Mexico. Right. There's so <laughs> much. Yeah. And uh and we knew there had to be there had to be stuff out there. And, and
3: there absolutely is. Like like Eileen said, I've been watching horror movies since I was a kid. But I would say that ninety percent of the films that we discover through Uy que Horror, I've never heard of, I've Mm -hmm. never seen, and they are. It's sometimes they are incredibly difficult to find because there's just no distribution. Mm -hmm. Um, But they are out there, and we're about to hit our hundredth episode. So, like, there are so (laughs) many. Claps, claps. Thank you. Thank you so much. But like, so many movies out there that people don't know about. You know, so this has been. It's been even though you know like love horror, been watching it forever. I've learned so much. It's very enlightening it really is and, yeah.
4: absolutely. And we've discovered like because our criteria for the pod is uh, either from a Latin American country directed by a Latin American person or starring a Latin American person. And uh, and we've seen the, the, we've run the gamut and yet we <laughs> have yet to get to the end of that gamut. Our yeah. only our only specification when it comes to the pod is no Spain.
0: Oof. <laughs> Sorry is there is there Sorry, a reason Spain. for no Spain? is
3: it?
4: Well because there are uh, colonizers yeah. and uh, we don't really need them to come
3: on over. and you know fair. to be fair, like you mentioned you know like uh, a lot of people when they think like international horror they'll think like you know Japan I I Spain would pop up for me you know like wreck. Uh, the orphanage, yeah. right. whatever. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. those movies out there, but then when you're thinking specifically about Latin America, Mexico, yes. But aside from that, I think you're you would have trouble naming some of those titles. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. So let's put some. You know, let's let's spread the love a little bit. Is what we want. Yeah,
4: we there's listen, and the other thing is, we know there's good stuff. We know there's bad stuff. It's gonna be the good, the bad, the ugly, and we're down for it all. We're gonna (laughs) watch whatever it is, whether if it's a humongous pile of shit or if it's fucking Oscar-worthy stuff. It's we're there is no bias. Mm. We're here to give these films eyes because that's what they need.
0: Well, John, Johnny, you cheated on something that I definitely wanted to talk to you guys about because I feel like mm-hmm. this is, this is the other connection between us. We love Tubi. Tubi provides, oh my uh, God. Tubi is I'm amazing. The only, I'm the only one. Tubi is here you're for
4: us. You're the only one not into Tubi, Cameron?
0: I'm not, it's not my fault. Tubi has, just, yes. I was... Tubi has saved us money, Cameron. We have not <laughs> had to pay for some of these movies, and it's been a delight. Because any way that we can get around it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah.
1: And like you're saying- I feel like the tagline for Tubi should be, Tubi, which a broke ass.
0: Right. <laughs> And it's fine,
1: <laughs> and that's perfectly fine. But I, yeah.
2: I, I, but oh my God. Because
1: commercial breaks right in the middle of just like full dialogue. In hey, like, man, what happened? To the, what happened at the supermarket? The Have you most tried?
2: Important scene
4: is happening, and then it's like cricket calls. <laughs> Would you like to make a phone call? Thank
3: you. So. I've gotten I've gotten so my used gosh. to Tubi that I'll just be watching a movie and I'll be like, and where where's, where's my, my, where's my, ad, my ad, break? ad break? Like I'm ready to look at my phone for oh. a little bit. Like what's going on here? But yeah, <laughs> God bless Tubi. It is God a treasure trove. There are so many fucking horror movies on that on that website. Mm. So incredible. many,
4: like literally people's like college thesis <laughs> yes. films that they've made, they made. They are in there. <laughs> well, on Tubi. And it's those
1: incredible. and those college kids love to tell them
0: that their thesis. Oh, is yeah, they're on like, streaming service. guys,
4: my movie's on fucking Tubi. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, so the thing about the thing about Tubi too that I've noticed at least specifically is that Tubi is one of the only streaming services that, like, has categories specifically for people of color. Like, they have really divvied those things up in a way that, like, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of places are just like, hey, here's your you know, your, your black history, you know, quarter over here. Uh-huh. Like,
4: On f- in February, they give you a, ca- a section yeah, oh, yeah. and they're like, yeah. and yeah. very specific films right. because it's
0: <laughs> Black History Month or something like yeah, that. The same thing Latino you know, Heritage Month, like all uh, the things, like here's your little slice of our streaming service. But Tubi's like, <laughs> look, we got content. What do you want to watch? <laughs> year got, round, baby. We got year whatever round. you want. So boom, boom. my question for you guys is, what would you say is your most treasured to be find? Like the movie, whether you were looking for it or whether it was like you were looking for something else. And then you saw the screenshot and you're like, what is this? Like, what is this movie? I need to find out. I'm
4: going to say Johnny is the one with the answer because he's the one that has genuinely typed in movie, and then name of country, and then they'll just list a bunch of shit. So, Johnny, you go for it. You're the one that has found (laughs) wonderful things.
3: Well, so I think one of the first to be finds for me that I was like, this will do, because I was like, I need something short and sweet and fast. I'm busy, Hmm. you know? And I found, sorry to shit on the movie, but a piece of shit called La Mano from Venezuela. Oh my god, La means,
4: Mano. Que it literally la means mierda. The hand.
3: And it was, I mean, it's like a piece of shit that you're like, oh, thank god this exists. Like, you must yes. watch yeah. it. Never again. You will watch it once and be like, thank you. Never again. But Enough. That, that was a to be find that I was like, you won't find this anywhere else. No, so what is anywhere
4: not
0: at else? all. Could you give us a short synopsis?
3: Man,
1: <laughs> <laughs> done. That's it. It's, it's,
3: that's it. Man,
1: we have to.
3: And it's the watch his list right now. Goes to a boarding house where he's stalked by the like the fucking Adams family thing hand. No, no, no. And Jonathan. falls in love with woman. Remind man's, me. Remind
4: me. Man's hand gets possessed by uh, killer. And does its own thing with man (laughs) attached to possessed hand,
2: exactly.
4: And uh, it's absolutely a novela. Like it looks like a novela. Like you would. I'm pretty sure it
3: was a TV movie in Venezuela, like back in the day. Mm -hmm. So
4: correct. So it looks exactly like if you were to be flipping channels and you land in Univision and you're like, oh, I'm watching whatever novelas on right now. But then it's a man with a hand possessed. That's La Mano. Oh there, is, there is
3: there it like in this boarding house, there is a gay tenant. There is a man yes. with like a metal plate in his head that's sticking yes. out of his head there. there is when, when people get thrown
4: across the, the screen, you hear opera sounds.
3: Yes, <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, I need this. Okay, writing this down. Um, yeah I'll share. <laughs> on I'll one. share mine because I'm. Sh- I mean, yes, Cameron please. Cameron isn't isn't tapped into Tubi like we are, but you know, I'm trying yeah. to get him into it. Tap one day,
4: this is our way. This is our way to bring you into our <laughs> other cult. No, y'all gonna break me. Nuh-uh. That's the y'all do
1: break <laughs> me. That's what's happening.
0: Uh, I can't. I have to really dig deep because i can't remember the name of the movie and i don't even know if it's still on the thing about tubi that is kind of sad is like you'll find something and then if you don't write it down or remember the name like it's just gone, it's gone. Like you'll just never see it's it again yeah gone um, yeah. this was a movie i don't know i want to say it was either nigerian or ghanaian and it's like wow this movie oh, I love it already. about this and but it's like an american film right this is uh-huh. crazy about it so it's like about this home nurse who like works for this like racist like trump supporter and like mm. he, she like she like it. it's it. it's, it. it's like this uh, like she doesn't know what she's getting into like she so she like shows up for her first day on the job and like uh-huh. the the guy's daughter is there and he's kind of like I don't think he has dementia per se, but he's kind of like – he just – he forgets where he is sometimes and has, like, flashbacks sure. and whatnot. So, like, you know, she's there to just kind of be with him during the day, you know, do all the home nurse stuff. But he flash – he will flash back. And it's, like, one of those horror tropes where, like, he's kind of like – when he's in his normal state, he's just kind of, like, you know, hard, it's hard for him to walk around. He's got, like, a walk or whatever. But when he flashbacks, he's got – full use of his body (laughs) and all this stuff (laughs) and like he's like trying to kill her because he thinks that she's like invading his home and so like she she, you know i mean like she can't lose her job but like she like nobody believes her because she'll be like oh he tried to like you know kill me or like chase me or whatever and they're like (laughs) it's an old man like nobody you know and then he like tries to like uh sedate her with like some kind of i forget what it is like he's got some kind of drug it's a wild movie it's so crazy is
3: this a horror movie yes it is. is it is oh, it's wow. a t- it's an
0: intentional horror movie it's like <laughs> it's and it's like the lowest budget that you can imagine so it's just oh, like, want to so like i'm gonna see if i can remember the name uh mm-hmm. and if i do i'll send it to you guys but it's yes it's, please. please it's worth watching please. because it is <laughs> insane film. Uh, I love that. Speaking of insane films, though, we did watch one for this week's episode. Which we all did. <laughs> um, we all did. What, uh, Eileen, what movie did we watch for this week's episode?
4: We watched The Serpent and the Rainbow, directed by Wes Motherfucking Craven. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: And this is Pete yeah. Offender on this, this podcast. This Wes Craven's second time on the podcast because. No
2: way. Well, yeah. he did
0: a movie called Music of the Heart. If you're not familiar with that, which is...
4: Hold on! (laughs) Wes Craven did (laughs) Music of the Fucking Heart? Sure
1: did.
0: That was your director there.
4: My (laughs) mind is... Completely blown was, right now. He's made
0: some <laughs> odd decisions throughout his career. Holy like
3: oh, fucking amazing
2: shit. I
3: yeah. am so grateful to have seen Eileen's reaction to her brain <laughs> On this podcast, on we this broke it here. Recording
4: right I now. will never recover. Whoa. Okay. We were not
1: prepared wow. for that either. We uh He managed to hide that from like all his cult fans because it's a wow. garbage pile. Mm-hmm. Oof.
4: I am, I am, I am changed. I am changed. You know what yeah. I'm going to
3: tell you, Eileen? I'm I, uh-huh. I, I'm just going to say, don't watch the movie. Just listen to their episode on <laughs> yeah. it because it's, it, I, I have actually never seen it. No. But in preparation for this, because I was like, Wes Craven, sure, whatever. I listened to that particular episode and was just like, oh, well, I never need to see this no. fucking movie. Music of
4: the heart. heart. Now, just so that I'm sure.
3: Yeah. Meryl Glo- Streep.
4: And Gloria <laughs> Stefan. Yep.
3: You got and, it. Uh, Angela and and sing sings the yeah.
4: song, right? Yes. And sing wow. sings the song with, with Gloria. It's Gloria
0: Stefan's film debut.
4: <laughs> Gloria. That I did not know. Wow.
1: <laughs> Gloria. She broke the rules for this movie. Yeah, oh, my God.
4: Ooh, Gloria. Woo. Bless right. her. She survived a horrible bus Here crash. Uh, <laughs> this is
2: true. Yeah. This well, is true
4: yeah it's true
0: a little a little background on this movie right because like as we all know west craven like horror icon right like
4: absolutely is, yeah. is
0: one of the greatest directors of horror ever um gotta start with the last house on the left also oh, did the original classic. the hills have eyes uh one of my also favorites swamp thing. Uh- <laughs> swamp thing uh you would hold swamp thing in swamp your heart thing. um <laughs> And then, of course, most famously, A Nightmare on Elm Street, right? That's 1984. And this is where things get interesting. So he does A Nightmare on Elm Street in 1984. Hills Has Part two, eighty five. 85. Deadly Friend, 86. He comes back to do Nightmare on Elm Street um, just as a producer, right? Three. Because he's like... Was very pissed that they changed the ending to the original name Random Street. So he was like, I don't want anything to do with that. But then he was like, Oh, there's money here. So let me come back for three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then his next film after that, the next film he directs is Serpent in the Rainbow, right? So that's 1988. Wow. Really? Um,
2: Interesting. And
0: we're, we're kind of in a weird period for him, right? Because this is what you might could argue is the down
3: period for him a little bit
0: because he's, he's the Serpent in <laughs> the Rainbow. People Under the Stairs is good. I do like that movie. Um, but... I,
3: Eileen <laughs> and I watched that. I used to watch that as a kid. I fucking love that I movie. I did not. I did I, not care I, for I, it. it. <laughs> but you have to, like, you have to like think of it. You know, like I saw it when I was a kid. So I was like, this is fucking awesome. But I watched it, you know, like as a 30 something year old woman and was like, I will not have it.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's not a good movie, but it's a movie that I enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then he does Wes Craven's New Nightmare, which confused the shit out of everybody. Uh, I
2: yep. love Johnny that loves movie that movie. So Johnny
3: loves it. I feel like Scream <laughs> wouldn't exist without Wes Craven's oh, yeah. Nightmare. I love New Nightmare so much. But again, it's like nostalgia factor. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just love it. Yeah.
0: And then 1995, most infamously, A Vampire in Brooklyn. Hell yeah! There we uh, go. You're in
3: Brooklyn. Is, I mean, I that's a good. It's a good one. It's, it's kind of a good one. movie. Yeah. I uh, mean. I remember
4: I I grew up in Brazil, and I remember one time coming home, and you know, still a kid, and I put on the TV, and we had HBO, which was a big deal, Mm -hmm. and uh, and I remember seeing because Vampire in Brooklyn, Eddie Murphy, right?
2: Yep. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I
4: remember seeing Eddie Murphy and his fucking teeth and the way he spoke, and I something happened within me (laughs) that I was like. I don't understand what's going on with my body right now, <laughs> and uh, it was a weird attraction, but at the same oh, time, God. like repelling, which I think is very much the feeling of vampires in general. Like yeah. you're like, how I'm, yeah, I'm. You're alluring me, but at the same time, I know you're dangerous. And uh, and I remember there was some some very important moments in that viewing of like
3: some formative moments mm. in there. Yeah, just being like.
4: <laughs> I am confused about <laughs> stuff.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Serpent in the Rainbow is based on a book, and not in the way that you would think, because it's a nonfiction book uh, right. by ethnobotanist Wade Davis, who it's basically the same story as the movie, more or less, almost mm-hmm. to an alarming degree where like he wow. is a uh, ethnobotanist at Harvard and basically gets like conscripted by, A pharmaceutical company and, like, kind of like a shady, like, just money donor who sent him to Haiti because there's been stories about people coming back from the dead, right? Most infamously, the story of uh, Clairvius Narcisse, who, like, all of these stories are wild, right? So, like... There's there's varying degrees of like what happened, but right. it more or less is the opening of this movie where he claims right that he was in a land dispute with his brother and his brother more or less did the same thing like blew the powder in his face and uh-huh. like he was left pocket sand. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was left paralyzed. To yell it every time you,
1: you blow
4: it, yeah, pocket sand. Pocket sand. <laughs>
0: he was left like in this paralyzed state and pronounced dead like everybody thought he was dead because he wasn't moving he was kind of very shallowly breathing um and so they buried him alive and then a couple of days later like he claims to have like like clawed his way out of the grave but um his brother was waiting there and like turned him into a zombie more or less and what that means in Haitian culture more so than what we're used to in American culture is like you're kind of like somebody's undead slave right like they've kind of like
4: sure. taken they your, your yeah they got
0: your soul and like you basically work for them so he claims that he was kept on a sugar plantation for like a decade and like made to work and like slowly weaned himself off of the toxin so that he was more or less immune to it and then, like, uh-huh. escaped in the night, and that's when they found him, um, and people were, because he had been gone for, like, 10, 15 years, so people just thought he was dead, and then what? he just showed up one day on, like, on his sister's doorstep, and she was like, where have you been? Like, well, I thought you were dead. Um, Holy And
4: shit. he's like, dude, I was a zombie <laughs> in a plantation, man. <laughs> for
1: 10 years. So that's, that's wow. the story, on the low more or less. Whoa. So, you know,
0: Wade Davis goes down there to investigate and get into all of this stuff, and, like, similar to the this is in the book i'm not going to read the book but this is what i've gleaned from what people have said and like interviews that he's done like he um like went down ingratiated himself into kind of like the culture and like all the voodoo that was going on um fell in love with his contact there (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, uh, <wow. laughs> um okay. but like found like found all the things so like the the main toxin that they say is like what does uh the zombification i guess let me look at the the exact it's
4: like texto textotodrin Detrotoxin. textotodrin <laughs>
0: <laughs> and like it's from a pufferfish, right and they, they kind of mm-hmm. found that like you know the pufferfish toxin can poison you in a way that basically leaves you immobilized um mm-hmm. and so like you know in Haitian culture they've kind of taken that and mixed it with a couple of other poisons and other things to do like the zombie powder and so like he brought that back to America and was like yo I figured it out I got it they ran the tests they were inconclusive they were irreplicable like people couldn't do what he was saying that this, and then he was kind of like, "Well, you're not doing it the right way," or like the way that <laughs> you, you have gotta, to
4: go oh, to the cemetery oh. and pull out somebody's bones, you know. and then you have to do a bunch of other stuff
0: <laughs> you guys
4: aren't doing in your lab.
0: But the book captured the imagination of a lot of people, including Wes Craven, who was like, "We'll just make that into a movie." So it is odd that it's not a fiction. You know, it's coming right. from a non-fiction place. And they're turning yeah. it into a fictionalized version. A very fictional um, movie. Yeah, Wade Wade Davis was kind of not so keen on it being a horror movie. Like he wanted it to be, you know, a little bit more of like a like a drama because he was scared that you know like horror would sensationalize things. But then,
2: right?
0: Oh, he was now. I think he got a, I think he got a check and was like. Oh okay. <laughs> oh, I'm cool I'm with it now. I'm fine. Yeah, like, I'm cool you, with what it. What you
1: like about this movie now? I like everything about <laughs> yeah. it. Damn, the whole this, damn it's thing. so good. It's so good.
0: But so it is directed by Wes Craven. It stars uh, Bill Pullman, uh, Kathy Tyson, Zigs Moke, Paul Winfield. Um, it had a budget of seven million. and a box office of nineteen point six million. So Whoa, it was, made back its money then. Yeah, it was successful, but it was kind of not critically successful in the way that you know a bunch of his other films had been so it's labeled kind of as a failure you know for him in terms of like being like the big you know like return to form and all that stuff um and it kind of gets lost in his filmography similar to music of the heart (laughs) Um, and here we
1: are to resurrect them
0: (laughs) (laughs) but uh cameron you Are are taking on our five minute challenge this week. Uh, Damn it. We're going to see. You can do it, dude. You can do it. There are a lot of twists and turns.
1: Yeah, there's lots of twists and turns, but uh, it's pretty straightforward. We we get from point A to point B. Absolutely. Uh, Let me know
0: when you're ready to go.
1: (coughs) (laughs) 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 Got to get all those terrible movies out of my head. (laughs) Mm. Yeah, Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. All
1: right. All right. Here we go.
0: Three, two, one.
1: Alright, so it's 1978, and we're uh we're in Haiti, and we're at a funeral for a man. This man is named Christoph, and Christoph dies. Uh, and they take him to a missionary clinic, and then they basically just bury him on the spot. But he is uh he's crying. We see he's crying inside the tomb as the dirt is, you know, covering up the coffin. Uh so he's tearing up in there, but then cut to Harvard, boom! We're we we amongst the white people now. Oh. We're, we're doing good now. Okay, man, I'm going to pause
0: you though. <laughs> don't don't skip over the indigenous. Uh...
1: <laughs> you got to go to the Amazon, no, my we... guy. Oh, uh, we got to go to the Amazon first.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. Was that, that first? That, yeah, this... he's 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 in an indigenous okay. village and is like, yes. I don't know what he's doing. I think he's in the he's Amazon. Doing some getting of yeah. off to yeah. a yeah. terrible start. Off to no, a terrible start, guys. I paused your here time here. I'll start up again.
1: No. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right. <laughs> So, we got uh, Dr. Dennis Allen, also a 2 named doctor, uh, after Wade Davis, I'm assuming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yes, he, he, he's a teacher at Harvard. And he is in the Amazon rainforest studying all kinds of potions and herbs and things. And we've got a... It looks like a Amazonian tribal healer kind of sitting across from him asking him, Hey, drink this potion. It does some stuff. Honestly, it's that vague. He drinks the potion and... All of a sudden, he's wrestling with an ocelot, it looks like. kitty, just like, a sweet kitty. Sweet kitty. Just full a sweet on kitty. just like tussling with a full on cheetah. And it looks like it's sort of him sometimes. Mm. Like the way they cut it, it's like almost, I don't know, what's that? <laughs> around the corner? Uh, but either way, he's, in there, he's tussling with an ocelot, tussling with a cheetah. Uh, so he freaks out, kind of wakes up in the middle of the forest from that. And he wanders through the through the Amazon to like just a nearby road and manages to make his way back to America. Also
0: notices that his <laughs> his his pilot is like dead. Oh, and covered yeah, in he, maggots. And and he asks him, "Are you okay? covered?" Because
1: there was like they sprinkled some maggots <laughs> on him. They sprinkled like two, three
4: maggots. There was two. One going up the, the top lip, one and going one up, coming down the bottom lip. And one was like
1: hanging out in the nose, of just the like nose. a little
0: bit. And he's like, "You um, all right? You you good to fly?" No, kind yeah, of, he had a face okay. of. He had a
1: face <laughs> with some maggots on it. He might have fell asleep in a bad meal. Who knows? We don't know. You but either know. way, <laughs> Dennis Allen is like, "I'm getting the fuck out of here." So he decides to head to a nearby road and I guess walk his way back to uh, Boston. So he makes it back to uh, Harvard and uh, his <laughs> his uh, constituents at Harvard. I guess his. Um, uh who, who would you say that is they're like, like a pharmaceutical uh, company
0: mean, and like
1: oh i was gonna say well, you we got alfred from batman well, yeah well we got
2: yeah, straight <laughs> oh, up man. alfred from wow.
1: batman and uh the head of the team from csi <laughs> <laughs> yeah. convinced him uh they're I guess i guess they're like uh, a giant uh ph- pharma company yeah. that's coming to harvest campus to like They want to know about this. They heard about this drug. It's in Haiti. People are being buried alive. They're coming up as zombies, showing up. They want to know how to get this. They want to get this drug because America and because money. So, we're back on the plane. We're going to Haiti. Uh, Alan goes to Haiti. And just like, uh, what? so I guess. (laughs) uh, Also, Haiti's in the midst of a revolution, it seems, at the time. We don't know that, though. Mm-hmm. This is, we're not we're not privy to it, but it's like on every TV you've ever seen in this movie in Haiti. Um, so he goes there, and he's got a point of contact, uh, Doctor Duchamp, and played by Kathy Tyson. And it, to a surprise, it's a woman. I don't even know why they even had that in there because I don't know sexism. Sure, let's do it. Uh, so Doctor Mariel, uh, Doctor Duchamp tells. Dr. Allen about, you know, what's going on in Haiti. And uh you... <laughs> by the way, I am I am just like cliff notesing Wikipedia Let's right here. I'm so sorry to all of our readers. <laughs> Let's do it. We're gonna cross the finish line though. You I'm sorry it. guys, it's been a day and a half off this movie. Let's I had to go, go to work. Uh, so <laughs> so yes. So uh Dr. Allen and Dr. Duchamp uh, kinda wander Haiti looking for, you know, basically this medicine, basically this powder. And they come across a guy um, his name is Mozart Mozart, fucking Mozart. says yeah, fucking Mozart knows." says he knows about this potion so he mixes up quick something for him real quick and gives it to a goat goat goes sleepy by and Dr. Allen's like I don't know about this so I'm gonna do a little bit of inscription on the hoof of this goat and he says if you come back tomorrow and that goat is a zombie then you can have 500 bucks boom uh, so he comes back the next day or well we go to we go to a little dinner first right we go to dinner first yeah. tonight.
4: We have a very fancy dinner and, sh- so, and a show. I think.
1: Yes, dinner and a show provided by uh, what's his? What wow. is his name in this? Lucien. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Lucien, who is uh, Paul Winfield. You know, nice surprise there. Yeah. Lucien uh, mm-hmm. Lucien throws a little dinner and uh basically like a little fake voodoo show to wet Dr. Allen's appetite. i gonna let you know.
0: So, we uh, reach time. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't
1: going to happen for me. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to happen for me. And that's okay. But you got to okay. keep,
0: keep going. Keep rolling.
1: We're getting there. We're getting there. So uh, at this dinner, <laughs> um, I guess Petrode is there, yeah. who is the creepy, basically the creepy Haitian man. The creepy Haitian. Uh, He's like the head
0: of their secret police, you know, the yes. government. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yes, he's the head of their, like, mercenary secret police situation going on down in Haiti. Basically, like, uh, keeping the revolution at bay, these guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so, at this dinner, you know, Lucien and uh, Dr. Duchamp, and Dr. Allen are enjoying this show. And then, all of a sudden, it goes a little, it goes a little askew. And, uh, <laughs> I guess... The powder is blown in his face uh, in that party. I do. Yeah. I do, well, and Dr. Duchamp,
0: too. Like, they blow it in her face, and she's, like, controlled. Possessed. You know, to do, like, a, so they, a sexy so they, dance for him. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. So they get possessed, but they just kind of go off, off of that yeah. into the woods and, like, have sex, but it is yeah well that's maybe the worst sex scene other than the room that i've seen in a film yeah
0: (laughs) we're gonna spend an hour on the sex scene but there is yeah we'll get there Yeah. before that (laughs) that sex scene before that they're kind of like going because they're trying to dig up you know this man that they haven't been able to find at the cemetery and then like they have this whole experience where they go yeah to like again what looks like a wedding of sorts i think dave is like hallucinating a little bit and then like a the bride like spits a serpent the, the into bride, his mouth out of her yeah, mouth spits onto him. a
1: snake out of her whole mouth yeah. onto him and then the he wakes up out of, out, of out, of out of this oh it, it looks so cool that was the only scare in the movie that was the only scare in the movie for me i
4: had a couple scares in there
3: me yeah. too i jumped
1: <laughs> but
0: then the next scene they have sex under a waterfall for no reason so the, at all. Yeah, yeah. the
1: next scene they have the stalest <laughs> sex under a waterfall you've ever seen and then they wake up the next day and they go to, uh, they go to, what's his name? Uh, Mozart. Yep. To see about this goat. And the goat's awake. Dr. Allen pays him the money, even though he notices that this is not the same goat from yesterday. Mozart tried to get one over on him. Mm. So Allen tells him that, but Mozart's like, okay, psych, 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 super psych, but I do know how to make the powder. I will make the powder for you. It's like a two-day process, but you got to come with me, though and that's a thousand dollars and he's like alright bet bet let's go do that so they do like this whole process where they extract the pufferfish toxins they take uh what else we got in like there it's like a frog of uh, some kind like a
0: poisonous are... frog yeah
1: yeah, frog neurotoxins and of course They're... like a,
0: a dead woman's skull <laughs> it's kind of like take yeah. the head yeah, off to of crack.
1: This. yeah they cracked like a little bit off the skull like mm, get some of that skull in there some of that uh McCormick spice <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sprinkle. <laughs> sprinkle it in there Cha cha cha, and then they make a patch of that batch of the powder, and they have to leave it in the grave with this woman mm-hmm. for a day. Now that night, isn't that the night where they go and try to find Kristoff?
0: Um, I think it might be, but isn't this also where he gets picked up by the secret police?
1: Yes. And they- so, mm-hmm. in searching in searching more cemeteries, uh, the secret police pick him up, and they start to torture him, and they're like. Dr. Alan, we don't like what you've been doing around here. Haiti's a nice place, so you came up in here trying to colonize our medicines and stuff like that. <laughs> so we're going to torture your ass. <laughs> so uh, we got Petrode, and he, like, sits him down in a, in a chair and takes, like, a metal pen, and he's like, I'm going to take this metal pen. What does he say? What, what? does he say? The uh,
0: Well, because, yeah, I mean, he's... Put
1: it he, basically, gut. gives him a bawa, right?
0: <laughs> well, because Alan's like, I... I <laughs> Oh, I, like I'm over this. Just send me back to America. Like I'm not gonna do anything else. And he's like, "It's too late for that." like, "I just want to nah, hear you scream." Nah, and then he just starts screaming. I want to
1: hear you scream. Yeah, that's it. That's his little catchphrase. I want to hear you scream. And he's and like, he "Not good enough." Benoit.
0: And then he, yeah, like, boom, nails Bam. his
4: nuts to a chair. Yeah, yeah,
1: it's horrifying. But
0: then, <laughs> but but Alan is it, it's really gross. is quick to like assure us in the narration that like it was <laughs> it was not fatal no
1: no no no. it's not even that he said it in the narration he said it to somebody yeah he was like oh they didn't get my balls i'm good it was just the skin
3: Is like i'm fine (laughs) intact that's (laughs) That's what he says left me intact just the scrotum and then he winked at her like three times we got he was
1: like if you know what i mean just (laughs) just the scrotum skin we could do you need me to show you it because i will i've done a lot of crazy things since i've been in the 80s uh so, yeah, so they go back to find this powder. Uh, well, he escapes. He escapes the trap and uh, basically kind of, like, runs down into Petro's like, den, I guess. His, well, he tries, evil like, doing he, 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 uh,
0: he leaves. He escapes. He leaves hating. He escapes. Like, he goes, because, like... Oh, I forgot. Yeah, okay, he's so like so this is why I'm not so good for doing the phone. <laughs> well, he's minutes, like, because, fuck yes. that, because, like... He immediately... I just, got my balls smushed. Yeah, he abandons everything. Yeah, <laughs> he, so he takes, leaves and goes back to Boston. Yeah, Mozart get, beats him on the plane, as in, like, I, Mozart's doing some, like, Mission Impossible shit, because I don't know if he actually yeah. works yeah. for the airport, or just but got, he got had a, a uniform. uniform.
1: <laughs> he got the uniform, so he was doing that much, at least. Yeah, because he was, and like... And he said, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll take your watch. Yeah, he takes in, his watch. Uh, I'll take your watch in uh, exchange for the... for Yeah. The, the powder because then alan
0: goes back and he gives you know his people the powder and he's having a fancy dinner um at the house and Cameron, do you remember what happens to the wife of one of yes, the i do yeah.
1: remember <laughs> what happens <laughs> to the wife so the wife at the um at the dinner they're just having a peaceful dinner and all of a sudden she just picks up her knife and lunges across the table at alan and literally gets a good, almost gets a good swipe at him yeah the, literally, the, ta- the table has to subdue her. And Petrode's voice uh,
0: comes from her. As,
1: and Petrode's voice comes out of her uh, saying that he ain't he ain't done. And yeah. he's like, I guess I gotta go
0: back to Haiti. So that's when he goes back and uh, Lucian picks him up at the airport because he's, like, actually a double agent. Like, he's not working for Petrode, but then it's... I'm not
1: working for Petrode, but... I'm also doing my own thing, and I don't know what my own thing is.
0: Double twist. I'm a zombie. (laughs) Psych, psych, super psych. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And he tries to kill it. But that's, yeah, that's when. Well, because then I think this is the part where they go to just some like random beach home.
1: Uh yeah, that's not clear <laughs> that to me. Duchamp that part's has. not clear to me when they go back.
0: And they're like
4: that's that's after he gets uh stabbed in the balls oh, because he's like okay. Marielle oh, has been taking there. care of me yeah. and I have been thrilled to have her here. I, mean, I don't know why he's British. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've I've been thrilled to
0: lay under her malaria net. Yeah, that's yes, nice. That's why he's he's letting us know that he's intact because he's like, Look, guys.
4: Yeah, I'm still fucking. <laughs> <laughs> we good. We intact.
1: <laughs> Um, we getting it popping under the malaria net. But
0: then, yeah, then he gets, uh, he goes to, to save Duchamp because he's been kidnapped by Patrode. But camera, Oh,
1: yeah, they all bust in. Yeah. yeah the, what's, what's, the secret police. What
0: is, what is giving him the cover to break into Petrode's secret lair? Is it, I don't know, political revolution? It, <laughs> political revolution
1: just busts, literally just busts out at the worst time. Like, literally, they're busting into the beach house. And the president
4: like... says, I'm going to go. And then the entire island of Haiti is like,
2: Woo! <laughs> Party,
1: oh, let's get it popping. So everyone's going crazy. And literally, uh, what, Alan has been taken now to Duchamp's or uh, Petro's like den. Yeah. Where uh, he's basically keeping all the. The pot jars that mm-hmm. are keeping all the souls of everybody he possesses down there. So they have a fight. They fight it out. There's a chair that tries to chase down Dr. Allen because of voodoo. It's the same
0: chair I, that he got his nuts smashed in. So it, it's, it's, it's a torture now possessed. Chair. It's not done with him. It, <laughs> it's like, remember me, dog.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and literally, uh, uh, Patrode is subdued by said chair. Allen knocks him back into that thing with the power, by the way. The power of the cheetah that uh, we met earlier. Literally, the power of the cheetah overcomes him as a zombie.
4: Because Petro took that power of the cheetah, that was his soul. And yes. he made him a zombie. And then he was like, I'm keeping your soul in my little pot. Here's your watch right atop of it. And then when finally the pot breaks and the jaguar is released.
1: <laughs> it's released all over
4: his Marielle brain. is looking at him like, oh my goodness. And this shadowy figure of a jaguar this upon che- hit Bill this pull cheetah his cheetah man. Look at this yeah.
1: sexy cheetah man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yes, Doctor Allen uh, knocks Petro back into that chair. The chair, like basically, what gets sunk into the earth, goes to hell. And mm-hmm. yeah, they they basically take drag him to hell right there. Uh, they bury him right there, and then he smashes all the pots and re- returns all the souls to everybody. And what is that? Is that Petro's not done? It? That's pretty. Petro oh, comes no, no, no. back
0: because he's like, "Fuck that! You ain't doing Patro's this to me." Like, and then, I'm the
1: ultra zombie, my nigga. Yeah,
0: and then and then Bill Pullman's like, nah, and just beats his ass. Nah, just <laughs> like,
1: and that's like a straight up. I'm beating ass at this point. <laughs> like I'm just bop punches, bop punches yeah <laughs> to a zombie by the way i don't like I, immediately regrets right. coming
0: back you know what i mean like within yeah. seconds of returning to life it's just i kinda... would never punch a zombie <laughs> i
1: would just assume his face would open up and assume engulf my hand like i'm not 100 yeah totally. but bill pullman is uh he is a swarthy intoxicated white man, cheetah man. and he's a cheetah man and he's he is cheetah able man. to is <laughs> yeah. able to make this happen and then, yeah, that's pretty much Serpent in the Rainbow yeah. as far as I remember. Marielle Mariel
0: tells <laughs> us that the nightmare is over. And then, oh, yes. Uh,
1: uh, no. Marielle tells us the nightmare and is they over. They walk into the streets of
4: Haiti as everybody celebrates their shitty uh, dictator abandoning them. And they pull down the big poster of him and his dad, and they drink oh, a bunch yeah. of drinks on the streets. And oh, then there's a freeze frame and a lovely yeah, there's a piece frame. of text that says the drug they were
1: trying to find actually
4: <laughs> isn't very good and is still
1: under construction. I'm gonna say that if they were still testing it in nineteen eighty eight, I don't got no hopes for it right now. Yeah, yeah.
3: I'm not no, don't no. be
4: giving me that tetrazenzen zone or
1: whatever it's called.
3: Yeah, I was actually so so grateful for the freeze frame because I was I was like ninety five percent sure I was like Please don't put them on your shoulders. I was like, if the end of this oh. movie oh, oh. is them like lifting Little Haitian up kids? In the air, I was yeah. like, please just don't let this happen. Freeze frame, thank God. Yeah. Okay, yes. good. We're yeah. good. Hug We're Hug
4: your lady and let, let's tell go. us the mm-hmm. tell us
1: the future of drugs. Yeah. I mean, this movie <laughs> came out in nineteen eighty eight. I feel like they missed an opportunity. The thriller did the whole like, mm-hmm. I'm still a zombie. Come on. We couldn't come on sequel. Mm-hmm. Totally. You're opportunities all over the well, place. Anyway, look, that's what I remembered of The Serpent
3: in the yeah. Rainbow. <laughs> that was <Great> job. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: before we get any further, let's just. Can we
2: talk hey. for
3: a
0: because there's, there's so much to talk about with this movie. There is a lot to talk about. What I didn't remember
1: is more interesting than what i did remember yes. guys so let's get into
0: well, it well so I, I like what a strange film <laughs> for yes but for two, so we've got different categories of white saviors that we kind of go through where they're either like the you know like the high and mighty white saver that comes in to like right the wrong and the injustice uh there's the teacher white saviors you know who kind of like pull <laughs> pull the inner city youth up or the um mm-hmm. the coach or like sports white savior that teaches them life lessons through sports and athletics and then we've got Mm -hmm. what i think bill pullman represents which is the reluctant white savior which is just like i guess (laughs) this is like yeah within like my own desires like i'm already doing this and i guess a partial benefit of me doing what i'm doing is like helping black or minority people so like it's not yeah. really like me deviating not, really, he? well, not even really though well because that's the thing though it's like his sole desire is to get like get whatever get whatever the poison is like,
2: get the powder at, at, at no
0: point this is what's so bizarre about this political revolution at the end it's like at no point is he even interested in that? He never has a conversation about that. <laughs> he, I don't even think he knows it's happening until he goes. He back. doesn't even go. oh, yeah. revolution. <laughs> you know, absolutely.
4: It's in the air. So
0: like, it's it's so weird that that is not only like the like whole ending sequence of the movie where like this just breaks out almost out of nowhere and it's like suddenly a big plot point, but like when you think about him as the hero of the film, all he really wants to do. <laughs> Is go to this country, take like their native like medicine and practices, bring it back to America and sell it to a corporation for money.
3: To big (laughs) fucking pharma. Yeah. He's going there to make money for big pharma. And even there's even a moment where he kind of like explains to Mozart. Like, oh, this is what I'm actually doing. Yeah. This is what I'm gonna do. I, I want you to And your he medicine.
4: says to Mozart, I'll make sure that the entire world knows your name. Your name. And the minute he said that, I was like, Mozart, you're gonna be waiting for a long mm-hmm. fucking time, <laughs> oh, buddy. But this
3: was that scene was like the most revealing because like he's kind of you know, at this point Bill Pullman is kind of freaking out. He's having visions, there's yep. a lot of shit going on. And Mozart who seems to be a lovely guy, is like, oh, oh, like, so people are going to know who I am. And Bill Pullman, when he says that line that Eileen said that, like, everybody's going to know who you are. He's laughing. And I was like, yeah. you are foolish. <laughs> <laughs> and foolish like, thing, it's almost worse because, like, listen, Bill Pullman love spaceballs. Right. i mean what a charming guy yeah yeah but it's very like, it's handsome in this movie too so handsome sure, this like sure. young 20 something bill pullman i was like oh what a delight to look at look at that floppy was- hair Look exactly. It's like it's the floppy kind of like inoffensive. Like, oh look at this dude. He's fine. Yeah. Like, how could he mean any harm? He's so charming. He's kind of dim-witted. Like, ah, don't, don't, don't. don't you don't even have to pay attention to him. He doesn't even know what's going on down here. But that's why, like. His character is so insidious. Mm -hmm. Right. You're just like, ooh, this fucking guy is literally laughing in Mozart's face. Like, yeah, everybody's gonna know who you are. Yeah. Lying to him. For sure. And like could that that was that was tough. Like he
0: couldn't wait to get out of Haiti like he I was mean, not the
3: minute, the
4: minute he got put in that chair he was like I'll go dude dude I'll yeah, fucking go right. I
0: don't, don't, worry I don't about care it. about this. I'll at get
4: out I'll hop on that plane
1: Dang, put me on the plane already jeez. Yeah. but then
0: he comes yeah. back for Marielle like specifically at least that's what the movie is telling us that like he
4: this is what I was gonna you know. say even though yeah, he is the, the reluctant white savior I think his like the way the story is propelled is through this connection with Marielle. We're trying to have him. So like technically he's saving her specifically, like it's specifically, Mm. you know what I mean? He's like, great. If I get a powder out of this fantastic, but also this is my new lady that I'm fucking on this Island. And I don't want her to be tortured by the fucking military police. You know what I mean? And it's this, it's this to me, I mean, I know this comes later in the pod, but I was like, make this woman the lead.
2: Mm-hmm. Have totally. this have yep. this
4: woman who's trying to fix. First of all, let's bring in this dang, uh, the actual information about this island. Because I think also, unfortunately, Wes Craven, whoever wrote the script, they were like, People know about Haiti. <laughs> people know what's going on. Or, or were they, they like, people by...
0: don't give a shit. <laughs> or they don't give a shit.
4: They're, they assumed they assumed that the audience would understand what, I'm so sorry, because I, I wrote it down because I was like, this is an important, so the name of the secret police, which is actually the name of Haiti's actual secret police when oh. Duvalier was the yeah. was the dictator, is Tonton Makut, which is because it's named after their their actual boogeyman yeah Yeah.
2: Mm. so like
4: i think i think they're like we'll say this and that'll be enough for our audience to understand there's some sort of political unrest going on you know what i mean because
0: like um there's that scene where like bill pullman he gets arrested for the first time and he kind of gets pulled down and um like oh man i'm forgetting his name wait a minute uh, yeah. well no p- like Petro. is like <laughs> no Patron. he's talking uh-huh. to him and he's just kind of like you know it's a delicate time here in haiti and like you know we don't need white people coming in and interfering because like we're not going back to slavery and like all of that other stuff so like you can just get the fuck out of haiti you know more or less because right. like i'm in charge mm-hmm. And I don't need you meddling in my business. You know what I mean. And it's supposed to be, I think, a moment where you're like, oh, like something might be going on here, because the thing that's never clear, right? They don't give you any sense that like Petro is not in charge. Like they they say it, they kind of frame it in a way where like you think, is Petro running Haiti? Like is he? Maybe not the president. Right? Is but, this? Like...
3: They? The... <laughs> I'm telling you, okay. Uh, on week Horror, I'm gonna say in like the majority of our episodes, we'll be like, we are fucking dodos, like we, yeah, <laughs> like idiots. sometimes fully sometimes idiots. movies <laughs> like just go right over our heads. But there Truly. was a moment where I was watching this actor, uh, Petrou? is that was it? That yeah. was the character's yeah. name. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, did a fantastic job. He was mm-hmm. very, yeah, he was oh a yeah, great. The performances great were all
4: villain. solid.
3: But I was like. Is wait? I was like, is he the dictator? I'm not quite sure what's happening here, but it was it was like they have. I feel like they actually do have an interesting story here, because horror is political in a way that doesn't have to like bash you in the head or like punch you Mm -hmm. in the face with it but here like you've you're, you're you've got a zombie movie and you're talking about like how insidious that like even this Haitian dictator like how it's just kind of like going through the system here and affecting the people of Haiti but it is so unclear here this story yeah. i was like you've got something on your hands here it is just a fucking mess in they my had opinion. this
4: they had this moment when It's him and Marielle, uh, Bill Pullman, Dr. Allen and Marielle are like figuring they still haven't really gotten together yet. This is before Mm. they fuck. And uh, and he's trying to he's like kind of dismissive of of the things she cares about. And it's after the performance where she becomes possessed by the deity that's technically I only remember the uh, the Santeria ter- right. term, the Oshun character, yeah. mm-hmm. and and which is like femininity, and that's the flirty dance she does to him and whatever, and so he's like, "How do you? Why do you believe all this shit?" Like he literally is like, "Oh, you're fucking dumb religion that yeah. you have, you're shitty, whatever." And she's like, "Let me show you something," and she takes him to this church where there's a virgin mary and like there's all this uh, a lovely uh uh not parade what's the term um
1: procession a procession
4: yeah. where mm-hmm. they take this amazing big uh, virgin mary statue right. into the waterfall where they eventually mm. do fuck i was like oh they're fucking right on top of the fucking virgin mary okay
2: <laughs> uh
4: but that's cool but it's this beautiful moment of him not understanding her culture or anything about it. And her being like our deities and Catholicism, they blend together. And that's such a common thing in Caribbean countries Uh where this syncretism of, you know, African religions that came down and deities and then obviously colonialism and putting those things together. And, you know, he get he's like, She's his teacher. It's this great moment that I was like, we're showing her having the power and the knowledge of this space that he is fully occupying without any care in the world and being dismissive of. Yeah. So, you know, here we are. We learned this about Haiti And at the same time as Bill Pullman does, this is a great opportunity to like spread more of this stuff throughout the story, because that is what explains the zombie stuff. And like, that's also part of the culture and like the mysticism and the, the potions we make and all that stuff. And yet we still go to mass and pray to the Virgin Mary and do all this stuff. It's, it's a, it was a good, uh, opposite of white savior moment of like oh we're actually building a base for where this story lives and then it's kind of like eh, okay whatever yeah. you know
1: it's like the yeah. one scene
0: yeah mario should have just been and like
4: you don't even go here
0: basically right <laughs> like you're not from here why are you yeah. telling me what yeah. i do and why that's dumb um yeah. let uh, before we get too far because uh, I do want to talk about a lot of the more serious stuff, but like, let's talk about the sexy, right? Because, like, yes, yeah. yeah. Look, <laughs> I don't know what the direction Wes Craven was giving. But this sex. uh,
4: uh, Well, first of all, the way it began, because it's here. We are. We're in this beautiful waterfall. There's people jumping into this like beautiful lagoon, and the this statue of Virgin Mary floating. It's beautiful to look at, and then immediately we cut to her on top of him
3: grinding on. Yes, (laughs) smash cut. There are people. Everywhere here, but I was like, yes, I was about to say that very thing. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're everywhere. Sure, everywhere. I guess they tucked themselves away in this cave. Lovely, romantic. They ain't tucked away. (laughs) They right there. They they see it all.
4: Oh, they were like, what's going on? I was
3: like, I was like, are we really? Is this really? oh, oh, we are actually going to have sex in this cave right now. But we certainly he, are. But he didn't give, Wes Craven didn't give Bill Pullman any direction. He was just like, "No, Marielle, it's all on you, girl. It's and all on you. And I was like, why are we so up close to her face right now?
0: Why are we why? so close to yes. her face? But why does her face look like?
3: Why does it look like that?
0: Yeah, I was like, either, either. <laughs> Either she has never had sex before, and it's oh my like, God. oh, that's what this is, or she oh, has had wow. sex before, and it's like, this is going horribly wrong. Horribly. <laughs>
3: yes, she, she looked well, at him. She was like, "Ew, I'm fucking you. Why am I fucking oh, you man. though?" She had. Like... She had been, you know, possessed before in the movie. I honestly had a moment here. Me where too. I was like, is this possession?
0: Yes.
4: There were so many moments where I wanted this amazing deity to take over her body and like, fuck this white boy senseless. Like, let me show you the power that I have. And it's such a disappointment. The the power
1: of the zombie punani. (laughs) Yeah. Because she, she,
0: there's it's like slow motion on her face. Like, that's how the scene (laughs) ends. And it's just like, uh, it's. It's ooh, so awkward. She looks confused wow. and maybe shocked yeah. to be where she is. And
4: she's. It's almost like she's wrote like her. She goes to throw her head back in like orgasmic I guess ecstasy so. apparently, yep. and uh, but really it just looks like she's being like, oh Jesus, how long is this gonna <laughs> <was> like, take?
1: <laughs> it's like she threw yeah. it back in passion and that was like, oh damn,
4: oh,
3: fucking hey, oh, this sick. fucking guy. I mean, yeah. I like, mean, I think, I think you nailed it. No pun intended, but like I think that's exactly what it was. That's why her He's face intact. was so just like, she was just like, okay, Wes, like, are we done rolling? Yeah. We're are done we here. Done? It's so... I, you can see it in her face. You can see it.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. It's so strange. It's just so strange how it evolves, too, because they're both fully clothed, by the way. Yeah. They're oh, both yes. entirely clothed the entire time, except for but like, but no, what the... She's like,
0: they're like, you got to nope. take your clothes off. You, you gotta you see. One, you gotta see one. some titty,
2: and it's yeah.
1: obviously not her, not her. titties. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. so not her titties. It's so not out. her
4: titties. Yeah.
1: Sweet <laughs> and, baby and they girl. and they also show you the shot. Like it's like, and here we go. Yeah. Yeah, there's the titty. Everybody got what they came for, and they literally just cut out of the scene, like no, no panning oh, oh, up yeah. to the waterfall or the no. people who Nothing. may be watching in the shadows. No. But we're just like <laughs> yeah. out of there. We're out of there as soon as we were in there. Yes. It's yeah, maybe one of the worst sex scenes committed to film. Like,
2: True. <laughs> and I did agree. we also
1: mention how like Bill Pullman is not not mm-hmm. interested in grinding at all himself? No, no, he was just
4: no. laying there.
1: It is dead fish dog. Dead fish dog. Listen, do you even, think do even you th-
4: she's got to do all the work in this fucking film? Even when she's fucking him,
1: she's literally doing the heavy lifting.
0: Do you think yeah. Dr. Allen went back home and was like, "Let me tell you about what I did in this cave," <laughs> just bragging to all his friends? <laughs> Absolutely
4: so fucking well, had, he He got their, the poison? Like, Guys, no, but... got this fucking poison over here, but you know what else I fucking got? Some Haitian
2: pussy
4: <laughs> in a cave, dude, on top of a Virgin Mary statue. <laughs> Everybody was swimming downstairs, yeah. but upstairs I was fucking <laughs> you have no idea. And everybody's like, mm, okay, dude. He's like, they're like,
0: oh, Dr. Allen, this is a PhD like presentation. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Alan, this is <laughs> a biocore
4: meeting with the big wigs. what are you doing
0: come on high five somebody hey podcast. all right <laughs> his
4: fucking powerpoint he clicks it it's just a picture of them in the cave he's like check it out gang well <laughs>
0: right there. so there's another oh, very man. confusing scene and it's again only a brief second but it's in the montage where he's recovering from Getting his ball smashed, I guess. Yes. Mariel is washing his hair.
4: Washing his hair.
1: Yes. Washing his
0: hair. Just I was terrified that she (laughs) was about to braid it. I was
1: terrified she was about to braid it. I was like, just don't don't grab any locks. Just just
3: wash it. Just wash it.
0: Washing his hair. Which was just like, why?
3: Why? Not even not even like maybe soaping the injured scrotum. Washing the hair. (laughs) Washing the hair.
4: It, it should have the... been washing this been. injured scrotum. She <laughs> yeah, should have been, been her, her delicately placing him in a tub and like maybe like softly like
1: putting <laughs> just, like, a hand <laughs> cupping, cupping, yeah.
4: <laughs> cupping. Oh, it's okay, dear. No, let me wash your fucking floppy hair. But like not man. like
0: in the bathtub or like just like on no, the balcony, oh. just lathering oh, right. his scalp. <laughs> Wow. and I guess because that's that's my question right They're I, they're doing all these things to insinuate this great romance between them there's no chemistry yeah. between the actors mm-hmm. but then it's also <laughs> just like she is smitten immediately he shows immediately. up and she's just mm-hmm. like yes you know what I mean
1: Hello? <laughs> he, he, was, he was like oh you're out. not a man and yeah. she was like I want to play <laughs> with the balls <laughs> <laughs>
0: but then they like (laughs) drop it for like a good third of the movie until they have sex again and then it's just like oh remember that part because now uh, they're like a couple now and you're just like that came out of nowhere but also like unnecessary to the entirety of the film like they kind of shoehorn this romance in here where it's it's i I think i don't think this is intentional on their part but like to me it kind of feels like they're like He's not really a likable guy. <laughs> and what he's doing yeah. isn't really like a likable thing. So, like, he's got to have something here that's got to make you say, yeah, go. Like,
4: and I think also him, go. him, like, them establishing, like, Oh look he she's washing his hair and she's taking care of him as he recovers when she eventually is kidnapped by the military police yeah. that mm-hmm. gives him the motivation to come back and like take sure. care of her and all this shit yeah. Here's my question though that is not <laughs> <laughs> it's not necessarily about their relationship but at the very beginning this movie is completely a, like a subtle narration throughout. Yeah. And it's like he's telling a diary like, well, my fifth day in the Amazon and blah, blah, blah. And then, <laughs> but he says yes. something in the beginning when he's in the Amazon and he's like, "I." it's like one of the first lines of the film. I feel a darkness around me and the shaman feels it too uh-huh. is what he says right before he drinks the ay- ayahuasca and sees yeah. his yeah. jaguar spirit you know what i mean <laughs> and throughout the movie when he's in Haiti there there's also this like I can sense things kind of vibe that Bill Pullman kind of goes with.
2: Very vague.
4: Very vague. How, what are we supposed to believe that he's like a medium, a psychic that he happens to have the powers of the Amazon with him? Like what's the, I honestly
1: thought he was like a reckless white dude who was like, I'll try your poison. (laughs) Sure. Like everywhere he went, he was so cool with like, that's a weird drink. I'll I'll take it. And I was like, don't do that. That's not how <laughs> yeah. scientists work. Exactly. Scientists don't go like, "Oh, what's your weird pufferfish poison?" Let me try. Yeah,
0: it. Me, I'll
4: pop it in. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean,
0: I think like, a, well, a couple things. One, I think the darkness they're referring to is black people in Haiti, and <laughs> uh-huh. so <laughs> they follow me everywhere I go here. <laughs> um, but he's—it's supposed to be because I think he's like semi-prescient right like he's got some level of like
4: there's something
0: sense danger sense like where he goes because the shaman i mean this is a larger point that we can jump into in a moment of just like this movie's pretty racist when it comes to indigenous (laughs) people because that whole opening sequence i was just like wow we're not even just doing this, but, like, the way that everything that... The
4: burlap sack with feathers around it for the shaman was particularly tough for me. (laughs)
0: Everything that's presented here, right, when it comes to any kind of, like, ritual, spiritualism, like, anything that has to do with, like, indigenous practices is, like, bad. It's bad. It's scary. It's bad. It's probably going to kill you, right? Like, it's not good. And so, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think... Mm -hmm. In a way, this is... I don't know if it's offsetting it, but I feel like that... Like, the Shaman, I think, is supposed to have seen the future in, like, given Bull Pullman this stuff to, like, protect him. Like, the Jaguar spirit is protecting him. And so it's like he's sure. been... ...warding off evil spirits from whatever bad thing is going to happen to him in the future. But it's like... This yeah.
4: Okay, that makes sense because when he has his vision of the of the jaguar and there's this like gusty wind mm. that picks up and then the shaman like re- hides and then when he reveals himself he's uh the head of the secret police. Yeah. What's his name?
1: Yeah. Uh uh Petro
4: Petro. And so you're like and this is the first time we're just like who yeah. uh, why uh, what? Why <laughs> is this guy here not right now in the Amazon? What's going on? Like so that yes. makes sense that but, if he's seeing right. future horrible visions, kind of. But vibe. Bill
0: Pullman is so cool about it. Like, these things happen to him, and he doesn't mention it to anybody. Uh, it doesn't really seem uh-huh. to be distressing him until it's happening. Like, he seems to just forget that <laughs> he's having these visions. Because, uh, yeah. like, he has the vision of the Snake Bride. Or that
1: he's telling us about them. Yeah, <laughs>
0: he has the vision. Like, the Snake Bride comes back. Snake Bride. Uh, on the burning boat. And it seems like Patrode, yeah. like kind of... Because he was like... I think he can... Patrode can go in your dreams, I guess. Or like... Right. Access to your the dreams. That's the point of your the soul. zombies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's the point of the soul. zombies. Yeah. 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 So like he was able to like access his dreams and that's how he found where he was hiding at. It's interesting to me in general, right? How this movie treats all indigenous people because right like it's kind of like not really speak on it (laughs) doing anything that's like all (laughs) voodoo is bad right like that's what the movie tells us like voodoo as as a whole is bad Mm. it's like everybody who does it is bad Mm. its effects are bad there's nothing good that voodoo can do right like the way that the harvard scientists pharmaceutical people kind of speak about it is like well this is like primitive mumbo jumbo that these people believe in and it's not real and like you shouldn't really give any credence to it but like maybe the the poison that they have is good for us you know what i mean so like get that part of it but like we don't really care about any of like the anthropological or like societal you know things of it but the movie also doesn't care because we never learn about voodoo in any way we never learn about haiti in any way we never learn about zombies in any way we never learn about like we never meet.
4: Yeah, it's never explained how zombies are connected to voodoo, and like the one brief time that maybe they explain what the zombies do is when Kristoff in the cemetery when they finally find the the OG dude that got buried. OG right.
1: zombie from the, the first OG scene. The OG
4: zombie. He. They go and they find him in the cemetery, and he's like, "This is where I belong. I'm a fucking dead guy. I'm gonna stay in the cemetery." <laughs> when you die the person that gave you the powder gets to keep your soul and they get to send you into people's dreams so in this vein i was like oh a little a little nightmare on elm street vibes this is very west craven cemetery a cemetery (laughs) west craven area that he could be in (laughs) cemetery why not
2: and um, not?
4: sure so like but it, again there's never there's never a space of exposition that just like just give us a chunk mm-hmm. just a place where somebody's like Okay, welcome to Haiti. This is what we do here and this is our religion and voodoo is very popular. It actually isn't bad. It's just the practices we have. And uh one of the things is zombieism. You may have heard it. It is not the uh uh Romero type that you think of. Yeah. It's a different type of zombie. Like all you you just need to find a way that isn't so sprinkled around this movie because right. I think they sprinkle it too much and that way as an audience member you don't remember you're like huh whose pot has whose soul where you know it's too much I get
3: I get that in like you know granted this is 88 so they're like how do we make this movie accessible let's send floppy haired Bill Pullman Mm. to Haiti you know Yeah. and you know like Eileen said and also not to kind of jump ahead but if you really think about it, like if you want to clarify this story, cut the Bill Pullman character <laughs> completely. Yes, and like we don't even need anybody coming from the United States of yep. America to, Absolutely to, to figure not. anything out. I would love to hear oster. She works. She works at a freaking hospital, right? Yep. Isn't that what's going on at a on mental in
4: this movie? asylum? That's so great. Right. That's a perfect and, like, place to do a horror movie in Haiti.
3: absolutely like a a deepening because she is you know she's like i loved that sequence that eileen mentioned where Mm -hmm. she's like because you know bill pullman's all like oh what's your you fucking believe in this shit and she's like very sensibly explains to him yeah i fucking do actually by the way i would be so happy to see a movie where the bill pullman character doesn't even exist we don't even need him and it's an exploration of like Mary, uh, Marielle, is that her name? Marielle, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Of her, like, deepening her knowledge and her roots in this, in this movie. Mm -hmm. In this, you know, what could be, like, an actually scary, interesting movie.
4: And having Bill Pullman be the person that is in, who is uh, in the presence of this, like, political unrest and all this stuff makes the country look, uh evil and bad Uh and like... Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, careless and in the point of view that oh this stranger has come in and and he's landed in our space. He doesn't know any of our customs. He doesn't know any of the things that we do in our regular life and now he's witnessing a troubling time and that's just going to make us look even worse. If you had put somebody that is from Haiti, if you see somebody who has lived the experience of, because dictatorship isn't just the one day that Mm -hmm. Bill Uh Pullman is there that dictatorship (laughs) has been there for fucking years so having the point of view have been from somebody that is Haitian would have been so much more powerful and that shit would have landed so much stronger for sure rather than like oh I my balls got (laughs) smashed in a fucking chair (laughs) wham.
0: well a a few things I mean one I'm sure we've all seen this it's very interesting to me how like indigenous rituals are always perceived to be evil or like dangerous or like othered but, like, yeah. pagan rituals, like, oh, you're just quirky, right? Like, Alan Moore is just, like, a quirky, like, wizard who, like, writes comics and, like, nobody's <laughs> nobody's concerned about him, you know, practicing yeah. magic and, same, like, doing stuff. Same
4: with Del Close, the d- guy who invented fucking UCB yeah. and fucking uh, that improv form. He was a total witchy witch witch. And everybody's like, <laughs> oh, but you gave us the pattern game. What about his witch shit, yeah, homie?
0: Like, all of that's fun. And, but, like, somebody tells you they do voodoo and you're like, whoa. Wait a minute. Oh,
2: huh. That's uh, different.
0: On. I don't know if I want to you know, get with that. And so, like, hate, right. Haiti in this movie, is, there's a lot of drumming. There's a lot of, uh, yes. like, very yes. menacing drumming happening. <laughs> <laughs> menacing drumming. That's, that's a sport for this movie.
4: This is a big problem that I have when uh, these, like, Caribbean or Latin American countries are portrayed through the lens of an American director oh, is yeah. that... Everybody's always fucking dancing. <laughs> There's always going to be somebody dancing somewhere in a corner somewhere. Oh, mirab, they're so happy to be in the land that they're from. <laughs> they must dance. And it's always some sort of conga, some sort of uh, percussion of yeah. some, some sort. Yeah,
1: going on it's in there. Algo.
4: It's, it's always that. It's like, listen. <laughs> this is why there is this generalized vision of what latinos and caribbean people are because guess what the goth latinos and caribbeans aren't like salsaing
2: down the streets my guy <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah.
0: but it's like it's, i mean i think because it's like in a lot of those countries one and this is kind of antithetical to what it is here in america like there are just, yeah, like people, there's musicians, there's people playing, you know, in the streets and like there, there's music that you can listen to as you kind of walk around, but it's not menacing. <laughs> it's, it's either celebratory <laughs> yeah. or it's just like, yeah, like, like people are out, they're having a party, they're having, you know, letting off some steam, doing some stuff. So like that's just a normal mm-hmm. thing that people do. But then also like the way that just life, like, everyday life is portrayed specifically in, in this movie in Haiti because, like, they don't meet any, I would say, any good Haitian people. Like, Marielle is the good one. Mozart is kind of, like, mm. yeah. questionable. You know what I mean? Runs
4: a, runs a, a, a cock a a a fight song. place. He's got, like, mm-hmm. maybe ladies of the night because he even goes mm-hmm. up to Marielle right. is like, you looking for a job, <laughs> honey? You look real good yeah. kind of vibe. Like, Lucienne is... In cahoots with the military people, like everybody he meets, besides Marielle, is not totally bad, right. but definitely has some has shady attachment. Ulterior
0: motives, yes, right. The only yeah. person who might be construed as like good or sympathetic is Kristoff, who is a zombie, and sure. uh, <laughs> it's like a... but he has zombies, now, <laughs> so. and so he's kind of he's already kind of bad, you know, because he's an undead person but it's like there's not any semblance of like oh haiti like let's get to know the country let's get to know the people like let's kind of integrate what they do as just like part of the the film itself it's more like this is background and like background to add like a sense of unease and like menace and like you know because it's very much so just like we see in a lot of these movies as well like a white person goes to unfamiliar country and like everything automatically like the only thing they didn't do is have bill pullman eat something and be like Ew, or like what oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was what kind of gross thing is this you know like
4: but that's because he's been throwing everything down his gullet since the beginning yeah. he's in the amazon he's like ayahuasca <laughs> thanks this weird powder i'll throw it in my beer i'll drink that too motherfucker what <laughs>
2: can't save us we don't want to be saved can't save us we don't want to be saved can't save us we don't want to be safe can't save us we don't want to be safe
1: can't save us we don't want to be saved can't save us we don't want to be saved can't save us
2: we don't want to be saved can't save us
1: we don't want to be saved